the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. I mentioned before the start of Mass that October has been designated as a Respect Life Month, at least here in the United States. And that is a tradition that has been observed for several decades. But for an even longer period of time, for centuries, the Church has absorbed uh, October as a very special month dedicated to our Blessed Mother. And many Catholics may wonder why October has been dedicated to the Blessed Mother. And really the root of this tradition goes back about 450 years ago to a naval battle of all things, a battle in the Mediterranean Sea, the Battle of Lepanto. It was a very tumultuous time in Europe. By this time in the 16th century, we're talking about uh, 1570, plus or minus. By then, the Protestant so-called Reformation had gained great strength and many adherents in their rebellion against the Catholic Church. By then, King Henry had gone into schism and with him much of England. But on top of that, there was a very physical threat to the European world. It was the Ottoman Empire, the Turkish Ottoman Empire, an Islamic empire that sought and still seeks to conquer the world and force every single person to adhere to the false religion of Islam. The Ottoman Empire, which was a very real threat to the free world had its sights on Europe, on Western Europe, specifically the Holy Roman Empire. To start there and then to move across Europe to conquer and control Western Europe and ultimately the entire world. There was much at stake. The Turks determined that they would launch a naval attack against Western Europe, knowing that they outnumbered in ships and power whatever the Europeans could muster together. Thank God Providence had provided just the right Pope for all that was faced by the Holy Church in that century, Pope St. Pius V, who had convened the Council of Trent, occasioned by the Protestant Reformation, and who now assembled all of the forces, both physically and spiritually, that he could muster against the Ottoman Empire. He gathered together the Holy League and as many ships and sailors as they could muster 
And he also called upon all of the Christians, which was the predominant religion of Europe, called upon all Christians to join him in repeatedly praying the Most Holy Rosary for success in defeating the Ottoman forces. Because Pope St. Pius V recognized that apart from the Mass, there is no more powerful weapon that we have against evil than the Rosary. The Rosary was the weapon of choice that the Blessed Mother entrusted to St. Dominic uh, in his efforts to overcome the heretics of his time. It was the weapon of choice of the Church in the Battle of Lepanto. And uh, while not always used as a weapon, first and foremost, it is the most powerful weapon that we have against evil, apart from the Holy Mass itself. And so the sailors, fearing that they were sailing to their death, but brave men and men of faith, they themselves prayed the rosary on the night before in the morning upon which they embarked in what they feared would be their end apart from any divine intercession. And so they had their battle in the Mediterranean and Lepanto. And through the efforts, not only of the sailors, but through the efforts of our Blessed Mother on behalf of humanity, specifically Christianity, the forces of the Ottoman Empire were defeated. And those that survived retreated. And they never again attempted to conquer Western Europe. Sadly, as a side note, now Western Europe is giving itself over to Islam, not by the sword, not by naval battles, but by out-of-control immigration and accommodation. But 450 years ago, when the church was strong, uh, very strong in fact, uh, the forces against Christ, the Church, and Christians were defeated. And that has made all the difference in the world. For Europe was able to be a predominantly Christian continent for centuries following because the forces of a false religion of Islam and that culture and those laws that go with it were defeated. My friends, I suggest that we are facing a battle that is even more critical than that which took place in the Mediterranean at Lepanto. Not unlike what happened 450 years ago, there is a force which seeks to conquer us, to impose a tyranny, and to all but eliminate or at least dominate true religion. It is not the force of Islam as such that I have in mind. It is that element, very strong within our nation, but still a minority, which would seek to destroy our sovereignty, which seeks to tyrannize us, and which seeks to subdue or eliminate or at least control the Holy Catholic Church. 
And 30 days from now, we are facing a battle, a battle such as our spiritual ancestors faced. We don't have to set sail. We don't have to risk our lives the way that those uh, sailors did to go to war. But we do need to go to the ballot box. We do need to do what we can physically and spiritually. This cannot be just a physical battle. But physically and spiritually to defeat these forces that seek to collapse our nation, to give way to a godless, god-awful globalism. A new order in the world, an order that controls the world, that tyrannizes the world, that crushes true religion. Our friend Archbishop Vigano has written extensively, not only to our own president, for whom, of course, we need to keep up our prayers, but to the American people, warning us that our nation may be the last bastion to be conquered by these forces that seek to globalize government and establish a one-world religion that is not authentic. In fact, it is antithetical to true religion. It is a humanism that looks only to self and to men for government and for goals. And ultimately, it is guided, governed by the evil one himself. Never have we faced a battle so critical at the ballot box. We need to do two things. We need to do what we can physically with our vote, and we need to do, just as importantly, what we can spiritually. The greatest weapon that we have is the same weapon that was used by Pope St. Pius V and the Catholics of his day. It is the weapon of the rosary. We need to pray, and we should each of us pray a rosary every day, especially between now and the election and even after. Because as we know, these forces of evil are setting it up that we won't even know on election day and election night what the results are. So we need to commit ourselves to a rosary every day. Included in this rosary should be prayers for our president, for his health, for his recovery, and so that he continues to see clearly what our nation is up against. And he does see that, and he gets it, at least in part. And we need to pray for success, that at least divine providence will prevail, and perhaps give us more time and opportunity to be about the business of what we should always be doing as a church, sanctifying the world, sanctifying our nation, sanctifying our state, sanctifying our communities. It begins with the members of the church itself, begins with us in our personal lives, in our married lives, in our family lives, 
but we need to be about the business of sanctification. Meanwhile, our focus needs to be 30 days from now. If the Battle of Lepanto had been lost, then Europe would have become Islamic, subject to a false religion centuries ago. If we lose this battle at the ballot box, rest assured the sovereignty of our nation will go down, we will find ourselves enslaved, and we will find a world that is given over to Satan himself in its government and in its religion. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.